0: All my life, I've always wanted to help people. Fast forward 40 plus years on this planet and I'm running the holistic clinic of my dreams. I founded the supplement company of my dreams and I'm stepping into each day like it's a dream. Now, I get to help even more people through this podcast and I want you to have the tools to feel your best, to optimize, to figure out what's going wrong and how to course correct. I believe in you so much. Knowledge is power, and we're going to transform your life together. School of Doza is in session. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of School of Doza podcast. I am your host, Nurse Doza, and today we are talking about the heart. I am so excited. You can hear my voice. The reason why I'm so excited about this is because this topic is near and dear to my heart, pun intended. Because heart disease is the leading cause of death in the U.S. One in three U.S. Americans have at least one heart disease condition. I'm saying we have problems on our hands right now. So I encourage you to listen to this full podcast, share it with a loved one who you think it might help, and take some notes. We ready? Class is in session. So for today's topic, the first reason why I want you to care about the heart is because heart disease is one of the most expensive diseases to manage and sometimes it costs more than cancer in the long run because if you think about this I mean cancer you might die heart disease you could live a long time with heart disease a long time with it think about the cost per year all right new meds, screening tests, cardiac rehab you're talking two to five thousand dollars a year for just basic cardiac care now the meds alone can be anywhere from $10 to $500 a month, depending on how many you're on. And keep in mind, insurance may or may not cover all of this. And if you think about heart disease being very expensive, this is, should be a slap in the face because heart disease is preventable in a lot of cases. Yes, there are some genetic issues, but a lot of times, I keep bringing back lifestyle, our environment could cause us to have heart disease. And the things that we consume and put in our bodies could also do the same. So I want you to keep in mind that heart disease is very expensive. And if you can prevent it, you're going to save yourself a lot of money in the long run. The second reason I want you to care about your heart, even if you have genetic factors, even if you have genetic risk, you can reduce your risk of heart disease by 50% with just lifestyle modifications. I'm going to say that again. One in three U.S. adults have heart disease. Heart disease is the number one killer of U.S. adults for the last 100 years. Heart disease can be preventable, and you can reduce your risk of heart disease by almost 50% by doing lifestyle modifications. 50%. I mean, medications might not be able to do that. If you reduce your risk by heart disease by 50%, The first thing you can do is stop sitting all day. Sitting is the new smoking. And I could show you tons of articles to talk about smoking being bad for your health. We know that. But sitting is worse than smoking for some people. Why? Because it leads to a slow death. Your body was meant to move around. We're full of energy. Life is energy. And when we sit at a desk all day for 10, 12, 14 hours staring numblessly at a screen you're not going to live a very long life. If you don't get enough sunlight, you're not going to live a long life. Your heart is going to be unhealthy. Smoking, sitting, alcohol use, lack of exercise, all contribute to heart disease risk. And they're all very easily modifiable. You want to stop smoking? You can do it. I've seen it done tons of times. You want to stop sitting at your desk all day? People get stand-up desks. I've seen it all the time, too. And you think about lack of exercise, my gosh, pelotons, you can do I mean you can do planks, you can do sit-ups, jumping jacks, you can go outside and walk around. All those things lower heart disease risk. And it's incredible because a lot of times we forget to do them. And you think, oh, they're so basic and so simple and 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 it doesn't make sense for me to just to go outside and walk around every single day for 20 or 30 minutes. But yes, it is vital to your heart health. It will lower your chance of getting stroke and heart disease down the road if you simply get up off your couch and go outside for a little bit. Another thing that you can modify to help with heart disease is changing your mouthwash. Oral mouthwash directly increases your blood pressure every time you use it. Don't believe me? Try it out for yourself at home. If you think about our lifestyle, it's really fascinating how quickly your life can get better once you start Once you start making the changes to your bad lifestyle. And you could say, well, I do this, I do that. And I'm like, I get it. Everyone has vices. Everyone wants to do a little bit of sugar or salt every now and then. I talk to people who work out every single day in the gym. That can't be healthy for your heart. I mean, you can't work out for two hours straight and expect your heart to be able to keep up. But then you think about i was talking to someone today some people who give presentations at seminars over the weekend exert the same amount of energy as running a marathon i had a person come in today they gave a speech to 400 people online at the same time for an hour two hours that energy that they had to ramp up i mean you imagine the hearts just racing right the adrenaline's going the heart race the heart rate is bumping and if you think about all this that is lifestyle induced because as soon as all that presentation stops and they go home heart rate goes down stress levels go down right but instead you think about well what are we doing to ourselves yes that's a form of stress you might say well that's work what can i do about it well think about how healthy your job is for you if you're sitting down at a desk all day or if you're giving all your energy to everyone looking at a computer screen all day or if you're working night shifts, all these things make a big difference. And you have to look at what is going on in your environment that you can control and what are the things you can't control. You can respond to stress better. You can always respond to stress better. Just don't put more things in your way to where you have to respond to those too, right? Like if you're drinking too much, drinking too much alcohol, that's going to directly cause heart disease where you can stop alcohol. There's plenty of programs out there for it, but I just want you to keep in mind, lifestyle modifications can reduce heart risk by almost 50%. And if you want to go into diet, the keto diet is great for heart and it's great for heart health. In fact, I have tons of research articles here that say the keto diet also helps support a healthy liver, healthy blood pressure, healthy insulin, and healthy sugar. Wow. Because I hate to break it to you, cholesterol is not the only contributor to heart disease. Sugar is a big contributor to heart disease. In fact, I would make the case that anytime someone's a diabetic, they're also having heart disease at that same moment. Because we know heart disease and diabetes happens in the same person at the same time. And it's years in the making. Years of you sitting at a desk. Years of you eating a little bit of fast food because it's convenient. I spoke to someone the other day when it came to diet. They want to lose weight. And they said... They eat a lot of fast food and they know it's not good for them. And I said, so why do you do it? They said convenience. Convenient for them means they can leave their work, go drive 5-10 minutes, get in a fast food line, get their food and then come back. They only have 30 minutes, maybe 60 minutes for lunch. They're spending half their time driving, leaving the office, sitting in line and then eating it as fast as they can, barely digesting it and then they go back to work. That's not sustainable. Your body can't break all that food down and worse, it's probably fried food and sodas all going directly into your liver, all circulating through the arteries in your heart. That's what's going to clog them up. It's going to be all the processed sugar, the processed carbs, the processed sodas. They're going to cause direct damage to all the arteries in the entire body. That is going to lead to damaged arteries that leads to things like stroke risk, calcified arteries, and heart disease. Sugar directly kills your arteries. Like processed sugar, not just strawberry sugar. I'm talking like chocolate processed sugar kills your arteries. The quickest way to have heart disease is to eat a fast food diet. I don't even care if it's one time a week that is still causing direct damage to your arteries. And if you think about what it's going to take for you to stop fast food, I wish I could show a picture of your heart. I wish I could show you a picture of your liver. And maybe you would start thinking differently. Actually, I show a lot of people, I mean, most people have to look at their stomach and their face and their chest. You can see the changes going on, especially with heart disease risk. I could make the case that heart disease risk, physical features, looks like you're tired all the time. Looks like you're bloated. Looks like, you know, maybe you don't feel good all the time. Maybe lack of sleep. You're not breathing correctly. How many people do you think that sounds like? And when it also comes to diet, I'm going to just classify supplements in there real quick. One of the best things that you can do to help support your heart is start supporting with supplements. And I, I love this because everyone says, all right, you know, supplements, vitamin B, vitamin D and all that stuff. Let me talk about fish oil. I love talking about fish oil. One of the best things that you can do to care for your heart is to take supplements. One of the best things that you can do to support your heart health is take fish oil. Fish oil has been proven throughout the years to directly support a healthy heart. In fact, the American Heart Association even gives it uh, its recommendation because over the past 20 years, omega-3s has been shown to reduce cardiovascular events like heart attacks or stroke in people who already have cardiovascular disease. And we're talking that fish oil can be consumed by anyone and the dosage might be a lot higher than you expect. Think, listen to this study. Omega-3 fish oil lowers triglycerides. Triglycerides are dietary cholesterol for those people uh, falling at home. And if you order your cholesterol panels through your practitioner, you've probably gotten this done yearly with your routine physicals, and triglycerides are measured in your lipid panel along with your other cholesterol like HDL, LDL, and total cholesterol. Well, triglycerides directly come from your diet. So if you eat a very poor diet, you're going to have high amounts of triglycerides, which are fatty, inflammatory cholesterol floating through your body. Now, you need some of it, but you don't need a lot of it. So you want lower amounts of triglyceride. Well, omega-3 fish oil supplementation lowers triglycerides. I have here four grams a day can lower triglyceride levels by almost 20 to 30 percent in most people. 20 to 30 percent. And four grams of fish oil, like wow, I've told me people like one gram at least, two grams, but you can go up to four grams a day. Of fish oil and it helps support heart health it helps lower heart disease risk oh and guess what I have more studies that say omega-3 also supports the brain and we'll get into the brain in a second but omega-3 are is the fat that your brain wants that the, the fat that your heart wants omega-3 has been shown to lower pain it's been shown to lower blood pressure and now we're seeing it lowers triglycerides so as I said before Possibly the number one supplement you could take for your heart and to lower heart disease risk and even been proven to be supported by the American Heart Association is omega-3 fish oil. Now, for you geeks out there, here's a little lesson. Not every fish oil is created the same. Most people's fish oil can come from a place I have never heard of or from a pond that never is wild caught. You want your fish oil to come from wild-caught sources like salmon and mackerel, and you want the fattier fish. You don't want the little fish that's been swimming in a fish pond down the street. We want wild-caught fatty fish like sardines, herring. Those are the types of fat that our body uses in order to function better. So when you look on the back of your bottle, make sure it's wild-caught sourced, okay? krill oil is good too. Cod oil is good, but the source of it is everything. A lot of it can go rancid, very easily. Uh, we have some uh, fish oil we give our kids. We store it in the refrigerator. So make sure you know how to take your fish oil because every fish oil is different. We have one called Mega O's. Now keep in mind, I told you my son takes fish oil, but he won't take a, a fish oil capsule. He's too young. So we give him a liquid version. So there are many ways to get it. But the version that I take is called Mega O's. It's in our MSW nutrition store, idovitamins.com. Mega O's is our preferred omega-3 supplement it is high high concentration of omega-3 dha there is a ratio of dha to epa on the back of every omega-3 bottle and keep in mind you don't need to supplement omega-6s and nines those can be very inflammatory for some and you get mostly from your diet one of the few things you actually get from your diet but you need to supplement with omega-3s because most people are deficient in omega-3s because most people are deficient in eating fatty fish They're not having all-you-can-eat fried salmon. They're having all-you-can-eat fried shrimp and catfish. And those things are not great for you. There's no benefit to those things, really. They're bottom feeders. The fatty fish that you find in omega-Os and mega-Os helps directly support heart health, brain health, and eyes. Just on a side note, I got done talking to a client who's taking omega-Os. She said it's helping her eyesight. Omega-3 DHA directly helps eyes, heart, and brain and liver so you imagine something you could take on a daily basis for your heart fish oil every time you buy a bottle of mega o's you're buying something that's going to support your heart in the long run which is incredible if you think about it i mean imagine if we just simply said add fish oil to all the medications you're already taking would that person be healthier yes they would according to all this research but how many times do you hear a practitioner recommending a fish oil to someone especially if they've been on statins and blood pressure pills this whole time and speaking of statins another thing you could look at coq10 coq10 is a great supplement for anyone who has heart problems or is at risk for heart disease coq10 is an antioxidant that goes into something called your mitochondria now your mitochondria is the powerhouse of all our cells we have mitochondria in each one of our cells brain cells heart cells etc the electron transport chain is the outer layer of each mitochondria the electron transport chain uses CoQ10 as a nutrient to help us make a healthier mitochondria, to make healthier cells, to help us make energy known as ATP, adenosine triphosphate. Put it this way, the heart uses more CoQ10 than any other organ in the body. And every time someone takes a statin medication to help lower and control their cholesterol, statins directly cause CoQ10 deficiency. And in It's incredible. If CoQ10 is an antioxidant that helps support a healthy heart, how much sense does it make to take a medication that's going to compromise the production of something that's going to support the heart? It's like when someone's given an antibiotic, you don't really tell that same person you also need a probiotic, but they should be taking it. So anyone that's taking a statin, you should be taking CoQ10. Anyone that's taking statin should probably be taking fish oil. Anyone that's taking blood pressure pills should be probably taking a fish oil. And you're going to say, oh, what about it? It's a blood thinner and all stuff. Tell your doctor that. If you really have a problem with blood thinners right now, you need a lot of help right now. And, and taking a fish oil should be probably the least of your worries. More supplements for heart health. Taurine, resveratrol, taurine lowers triglycerides. Resveratrol helps with blood pressure and artery health. When going back to arteries. Resveratrol directly helps contribute to artery health. That's why I love it. I take it daily because I am the person genetically who is going to have calcified arteries and damage to the arteries. And if I eat more sugar, I'm going to have damage to those arteries. So guess what I take? I take resveratrol. I take mega O's. I take, you know, CoQ10, taurine, all these things to help support my arteries and my heart. And if we've heard of something called vitamin B9 and B12, you've heard of something called the methylation cycle, the MTHFR gene. The MTHFR gene has been studied extensively for DNA repair. If you go study oncology, you go study our cells, we have to methylate using B9 and B12 and other nutrients in order to help our body function better without the right type of methylated vitamins like B9 and B12. Our heart doesn't work as well. Our brain doesn't work as well. Our liver doesn't work as well. And guess what? We've checked everyone's labs. Most people are deficient in B9 and there's a certain type of B9 you need in order to support your heart. It's called 5-MTHF. It's a special kind of B9. And like I said, not every fish oil is made the same. Not every B9 is made the same. I need the 5-MTHF B9 because that one I know is directly going to go help lower homocysteine levels in my blood. And homocysteine levels are typically ordered to look at stroke risk. The American Heart Association says homocysteine is a known factor for higher levels contributing or found in stroke patients. So I have here in quotations, lower serum homocysteine levels are associated with lower incidence of cardiovascular disease. The same study says supplementing with vitamin B9, 5-MTHF, supplementing with that has a 10% lower risk of stroke and a 4% lower risk of overall cardiovascular disease with just that supplement alone. Just that supplement alone. I take 5-MTHF every single day to help support my risk to lower my risk of getting stroke. I take fish oil and CoQ10 and taurine to support the idea that I want to lower my chance of getting stroke down the road. And of course, I'm changing my diet. If you have cholesterol problems, you could take red yeast rice. That has been shown over the years to lower LDL, the bad cholesterol, and a little bit of tri, uh, total cholesterol as well. These are all supplements for heart health, and I'll mention them again at the end. And of course, we ha- this is why we offer them at MSW Nutrition or idovitamins.com. It's not just a fish oil. That is something that can benefit you down the road and your heart. And I think everyone should be taking a fish oil. You know why? If fish oil can directly help the heart, think about this. More facts. One person dies every 34 seconds in the United States from cardiovascular disease. One in four heart attacks are silent, which means the damage is done, but the person is not aware of it. So you don't think you should be taking fish oil right now? You should. You don't think you should be cleaning up your diet just a little bit more? You should. Remember, heart disease is still the leading cause of death for men, women, and people of any race or ethnicity in the United States. The leading cause of death. And every time you take a fish oil, you're making your heart a little bit healthier. Every time you eat a piece of processed sugar, drink an alcoholic drink, you're hurting your heart a little bit more. And I don't know about you, but I love my life and I want to live a long, healthy life and not die of heart disease. Why? Because it's expensive. I don't want surgery after surgery and blood pressure pills after blood pressure pills. I don't want that stuff. Oh, and by the way, for you guys out there, heart disease risk also leads to erectile dysfunction. Poor blood circulation. You really don't want that problem down the road for for you and your loved one because honestly, you're going to have to be put on an ED medication for the rest of your life and it still won't work. The last reason I want you to care for your heart, the last reason, if I haven't given you enough reasons already, right? Because a healthy heart will allow you to do anything you want in life. It's your engine that allows you to function. It pumps all the blood to every part of your body and organ. But guess what it also pumps blood to? Your heart pumps blood to your brain. A healthy heart equals a healthy brain. It's all the same plumbing. In fact, omega-3s go to the heart, brain, and the eyes. It uses all the same nutrients. So if you support your heart with a healthy fish oil, you're also supporting your brain. I have here, omega-3 DHA directly helps with cognition. And they have found that in Alzheimer's disease and dementia, there is a deficiency of omega-3 DHA. Remember, heart disease and dementia is occurring in the same individual at the same time. So when you take a fish oil... You're supporting heart health and you're supporting the brain. And keep in mind, this is how closely connected the heart and the brain are. You've heard of an EKG, which is a stress test that they will do for your heart, especially if you have hard blood pressure issues and and you have cholesterol issues. You will will measure your heart health with a stress test and an EKG. You used to have to go to the doctor's office to do this. But nowadays, you can measure it with your Apple Watch. You can measure it with your Whoop. You can measure it with your Aura. I use BioStrap. And all these things measure the electricity flowing through my heart. And for some people, the electricity is thrown off, especially with stress or overexertion. But if you want to measure the same electricity, you can measure it in your brain. It's called EEG. And my theory, and I think a lot of cardiologists and neurologists will support me on this, anyone that has a stroke risk for heart has a stroke risk for the brain. Vascular dementia and stroke is the same thing occurring at the same time in the same individual for a person that has heart disease risk. So if this wasn't more incentive to help you, think about this. If you get your blood pressure, your cholesterol, your heart health under control, it's going to help your brain. And what does your brain look like when you get older? You want your brain to be sharp, and and you want to be focused and motivated and be able to think clearly. And if that's the case, you want to make sure that all the things that you're doing is going to help you. All the things that you could be doing for your heart and for your brain right now, you don't have to reinvent the wheel. Just do the same thing. Fish oil, good sleep, take care of the liver, regulate your insulin, handle your stress better. All of that's going to help the heart and the brain. Because remember, the heart and the brain are just responding to stress. They have electricity going through them. And a life lived in flight or fight mode increases your blood pressure, your heart rate. It increases the frontal brain activity. It causes you to not be able to sleep that well, which then you can't detox your brain if you don't sleep well. Brain health is connected to heart health, and heart health is connected to brain health. And if you want direct measurements at home, you have labs, cholesterol, high cholesterol, you're at risk for dementia, high high homocysteine, we talked about that earlier, you're at risk for stroke and dementia, high heart rate, at risk for stroke and vascular dementia, low heart rate variability, at risk for stroke and vascular dementia. Heart rate variability is the measurement of time in between heartbeats. You can measure on your Apple watch, you can measure on wearable devices. A low number means that your body is in flight or fight mode, sympathetic mode. Heart rate variability, if it measures the time in between beats, if you have a low time in between beats, you have a low number, low HRV, which means you are in flight or fight mode because the the heartbeat's going, there's no time in between, right? So there's a low HRV. If you have a lot of time in between beats, like boom, boom, then your HRV goes up, which means you're in parasympathetic mode, right? Think about your your, your heart rate. Boom, boom. That person's healthier than the person's heart rate just going brrr. But most people don't realize their heart rate is racing until their Apple Watch tells them, or they have to gasp for air, or they literally are about to pass out. Think about every time you give a presentation or you have to do public speaking or maybe you have to confront something your heart rate goes up imagine now you get an email that's not good for you or maybe you get some bad news your heart rate goes up again your heart will keep pumping in response to stress and if that's the case we need to work on increasing our heart rate variability by lowering our heart rate and controlling the stress and the electricity response in our body through our heart and through our brain there's plenty of ways to do that my favorite way is musical therapy, like vibration therapy, breath work, sunlight, and sauna. I love infrared sauna because that directly helps lower my flight or fight mode, puts me in parasympathetic mode, helps raise my HRV, lowers my heart rate, and helps control the electricity going through my heart and my brain. And as long as I keep taking my supplements and I keep making sure I control my insulin and my sugar, I'm giving myself a lot of hope that one day I don't succumb to heart disease. In closing, I want to give you three things to help you with heart disease to hopefully prevent it. Because I do believe it's preventable in a lot of cases. But three things you could do daily to help prevent heart disease. One, understand that lifestyle plays a huge role. Stop sitting, get a stand-up desk, get outside, move around, stop eating the sugar, stop smoking, stop late in at night start going outside, start hugging more, start taking supplements. Those things right there are lifestyle modifications. Start doing it. That's number one. Number two, make sure you take the right supplements. If you want a great supplement, I encourage you to look at our Mega O's. It's our Mega 3 fatty acid, fish oil, high in DHA. I take it. It's great. Go to idovitamins.com, mswnutrition.com. Use code NURSEDOZA for 15% off. Start getting healthier. Every time you take a mega O, every time you buy a mega O, just keep in mind you're helping your heart that much. And the third reason I want you to care about your heart is every time you take that fish oil for your heart, every time you go to sleep earlier for your heart, you're also helping support your brain. Because remember, healthy heart, healthy brain. Healthy heart, healthy brain. You can do this. Remember, you can do things today that help you stay healthier tomorrow. And if you still need more help, sign up. For our newsletter, go to mswlounge.com. If you want to find us on TikTok, Nurse Doza. And if you want to see us in person or online, mswlounge.com. You can book a consult with us. Thank you for joining us today. Please share this podcast with a loved one. Class is concluded. Keep studying.